gather ye salts round your driftwood fires and listen to tales of daring, horror and high adventure on the high seas. You can't just keep changing the intros all willy-nilly, you know. You change Pear Bear's medication. That was a joke. Oh, the rash, the rash is back. Calm down, Pear Bear. That's just sunburn from a sunny beach. Did you just call me a son of a beach? You ought not to pick on me. I've got crabs. What? For dinner. I've caught a whole bucket of them. Oh, crabs. Oh, I don't like crabs. We apologise, listeners. Tempers are a bit short. We've been marooned on this desert island since last week. A bad man with a big beard sailed off with our narrative. But who are we now that the sun's melted our brains into an even sillier mush? And will we ever be rescued? I am the husk of Uncle Bilbo. I've gone full Tom Hanks in Castaway. I have formed my most meaningful friendship ever with this volleyball. (laughs) Wilson! And I am your dear Uncle Bob Bob. And I have used this time to finally start my novel. The tale of Namagumo Jones, a Welsh samurai that plays for Liverpool and solves mysteries. I did 10,000 words last night, etched into about half a mile of deserted beach with a stick. Oh, look at that. The tide's coming in. No! My opus! My book deal! I am Tombo, and in order to cope with being parted from my wife and son, I've fashioned a life-size model of ginger spice out of coconuts. Couldn't you have made your wife? Could have, yeah. That rattan-wove Union Jack dress is darling. I am the heavily bearded beachcomber and recycled urine daiquiri mixer, known only as the Pear Bear. From scavenged driftwood, I have finally whittled five D6s, two measuring sticks, and ten units of space marines. Who wants to play Warhammer? Nah. The kids, that. Kids? Take that back, or I'll kick sand at you, Bilbo. Do your worst. Take this. (laughs) Save me, Wilson. It's in me crannies. Oh, take this. Ah, Sunburned, ratty, and emaciated for us we may be. But this remains... The Silly History Boys Show! And if you'll excuse us, we must eat Tombo's crabs now. Oh, look, look, look! A sail! A sail! A sail? In March? I mean, what are they trying to pull? (gasps) It's another narrative! We're saved! Well, unless it's part two of that most feared hat-burner and stabby buccaneer, the salty devil known as Blackbeard. My ears are burning history coals. That's because your hat's on fire. The devil is amongst ye once more. The time has come for more booty, more plunder, and more villainy. For I, Blackbeard, have returned for the sequel. Evening, Governor Rag. No, rather better than evening, me good sir. I'm in an excellent mood. They've just dropped me kids off at the pool. I beg your pardon? You've just put me daughter on a ship at Charleston Pool. Uh, She's going to England to attend a very fine finishing school. Yeah, look, mate, I was only saying hello, not hello, tell me your life story. Oh. We're under attack! Phew, that got awkward. Call out the town guard! Call out the militia! 
Hi, yo, 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 what's going on? We're the Charleston Militia, guys. We're like totally here to defend the town. Yeah, even though we're normally like part-time soldiers. Who like mainly enjoy the free uniform. And the social drinking. Oh, yeah, 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 so, um, yeah, like, what's, um, what's happening? Charleston Harbour is under attack by pirates! No problem, concerns, citizen. We'll make short work of them, yeah? Yeah, like we did of those shots at the bar. Yeah? Shh, from beauty. Captain, Dobbo's been sick. Can I take it home? You can't desert your postman. Listen to that ungodly row. Those pirate reprobates are loose about the time. Oh, my God, listen to their regional accents. Have courage, guys. Fix bayonets and let's have an undignified scuffle. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea, for the devil sends the beard with wrath. OMG? That man! The man mummy! A tall man with a beard so thick and black that his face could not be seen. Save for two eyes that burn like lights. Burned like the quick match in his black hat. Oh, I don't fancy this. Burned like the powder in his pistol shots. Oh, I've been like so shot. He shot Minty! Oh no, he was supposed to be doing my coursework! On guard, sir, mate. Call that thing a sword, boy! You brought a knitting needle to a cutlass fight! Yeah, actually, mate, I'm taking lessons after lectures, mate, and I'm kind of tasty. Not bad, boy, but tonight you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. How at me? Take that, bro, yeah. You're such a sword noob, mate. I'm gonna have you with. Um. I've got an early lecture. Yeah. Catch you on the flip side, mate. Run! Honest men, be ye warned. Henceforth, all Charleston ships shall pay the devil's toll. And if any man wishes to make objection, you shall find me without the harbour, neath the guns of the Queen Anne's Revenge. If any ship tries to leave this port without crossing Blackbeard's palm with silver, then there shall be hell to pay. You can probably guess who had turned up in Charleston Harbour. It was, of course, our good friend... Hatburner and Scourge of the Seven Seas. It's been a grand time since last ye heard me, fair listener. Many a prize taken to the advantage of all aboard the Queen Anne's Revenge. Eddie! Eddie, love! Did you get fabric softener? Did you get skim milk? Did you remember to get a card for your favourite wife? It's our anniversary soon. No, it's our anniversary next. No, it isn't, your cow. It's our anniversary. Oh, yes, and I got married. Fourteen times. Love you, Ed. Love you more. You don't? What are you talking about? Yes, well, I actually married him one at a time, but there you are. Anyway, our fleet has grown to four fine ships, which has led us to this, my greatest undertaking, a grand strategy of such fiendish cunning and courage that no other could have conceived it. 
What be that then? We sit in Charleston Harbour and rob every ship that comes in or out. Brilliant, Captain. Subtle too. <laughs> I know, right? Um, um, question. What is it, Bonnet? I was wondering, for you see, I, Steve Bonnet, was once a pirate captain, you know. Yes, Steed, we know. And when I was a pirate captain, you, you all know that I was a captain, don't you? Yes. In fact, I used to be a wealthy plantation owner as well. But one day, I, I thought I'd just sell up my plantation and buy a pirate ship in history's greatest ever midlife crisis. crisis. Get to the point, Bonnet, or you'll get to the end of mine. Well, if we're going to sit in the harbour, then won't the Royal Navy eventually find us and hang us? He has a point, Captain. Us not moving does make us easier to fight. And to hang us. By Calypso's two-piece lads, do you think that Steed Bonnet, who was such a bad pirate that his own crew rebelled and gave his ship to me, do you think that Steed Bonnet, who I keep in a spare cabin because he's so pathetic I find him funny, do you think that Midlife Bonnet is cleverer than I? Uh... Sorry, Captain. I'm stood right here, you know. And though sometimes, Captain, you are, you know, a bit erratic. What do you mean? Well, Captain, the, the time we were all drinking rum on deck. And I said we always drink rum on deck. And you said, why don't we have a drink in hell? And you made us all go below deck and light a big smoky fire. And we had to sit in the smoke and drink rum, even though Chris has asthma. And one by one we couldn't stand it anymore and came on deck. And you called us yellow milk sops. And you stayed below deck and drank all the rum yourself. And threw Chris's inhaler in the sea. Oh yeah, that was a fun day. I, 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 I do believe my point still stands. Shut, Shut up, Bonnet. You all remind me of my horrid wife who apparently was such a knack. That was why I, Steve Bonnet, sold my plantation, bought a ship and became... Shut, Shut up, Bonnet! Allow me to present the reason that Steve Bonnet sleeps on a futon with some telling stains on it, and I sleep on a big bed with my fourteen wives. Bring out the prisoners. Oh no! Uh, please, uh, please don't make us walk the plank. Walk the plank? Oh, oh yes, we've seen it on the telly. The telly? Helpless prisoners forced to walk across a plank of wood overhanging the boiling sea. Baited be horrid pirates. Going things like um, uh, yar and yarg uh, uh, and such like. Forced to the edge of the plank so that. So that they fall in the water and get wet. Oh, please don't make us fall into the water, please. Please. Right, well, first of all, we don't do that. Secondly, if we wanted you dead, Mr. Marks and Mr. Rag, we'd just shoot you, wouldn't we? Phew. Now, Mr. Marks and Mr. Rag are to go ashore, where they'll be collecting the great treasure that we've negotiated with a town council. Yay! Treasure! Yes, why, why, of course, Captain Blackbeard. If ye do not return in three days, I shall start feeding the fishes with the other hostages. And so, Mr. Rag and Mr. Marks were rowed back to Charleston. To return in three days with the treasure, as agreed. And chained below the deck of the Queen Anne's Revenge. The rest of the hostages worried. Worried what might happen to them. If Blackbeard was not given what he wanted. One day passed. No treasure. 
Would they be made to walk the plank? Or keelhauled whilst on fire? Two days passed. No treasure. Would they be smothered with chippy newspaper and then tied to the mast for the seagulls to peck at? Would they be forced to dress as plankton and then be lowered into the water to be gummed alive by short-sighted whales? Three days passed. No treasure. Until at last. On the fifth day, the hatch creaked open. The horrified hostages cried out in fear. Rise and shine, me buckos. Today is the day you be dispatched. Oh, mercy, Captain Blackfield. My mum thinks I'm at a computer camp. You can tell her yourself, my quailin' sissy boy. Mr. Rag and Mr. Marks have been good as their word. The treasure is ours. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 rich on You're free to go. Why did it take so long? Oh, we can explain, but there were some complications. We went on a pub crawl. You're free to go. But why did it take so long? Oh, we can explain, but there were some complications. We went on a pub crawl. What? Yes, our pirate escort bumped into some friends of theirs who, who insisted they'd join them for 17 pints in different pubs, decided at random using the popular board game Mousetrap. It was awful. I know. All that moving about for no reason. The first place we went to, why, why that was great. And then they just kept on saying, finish up, guys. We've got a, another 17 pubs. And we were all like, bore off. Gentlemen, you are free to... Oh, just throw him in the sea. Oh, no. I know I shouldn't have gone on that fancy dress pub crawl as a giant SpongeBob squirrel. A fine undertaking, boys. We're fleeced near a dozen ships just waiting off Charleston Bar. And sunk a dozen more in Charleston Bars. Yeah! Back at the net. And we have the treasure in our grasp. And so... What is it, Captain? I have... A terrible feeling in me waters, as though some officious toffs who are obsessed with free trade and bad wigs have come to some kind of resolution. Lads, I feel that something terrible has happened. Meanwhile, in the sinister headquarters of the Royal Navy. Gentlemen. I expect you are all wondering why I have gathered you, the most senior officers in the Royal Navy, together. I think I know, sir. Is it regarding people not labelling their personal food in the fridge? I have lost a slice of cheesecake, and I want answers. No, not that. We are here to discuss the ongoing pirate menace. If these pirates carry on with all their naughty stealing, then we won't be able to enjoy all that fun New World stuff, will we? Oh, like sugar. Oh, my, oh my God, there could, there could be a cake shortage. There already is. Fear not, gentlemen. I plan to solve our problem with not one, but two dramatic entrances. How? Observe number one. Good afternoon, gentlemen. My, my. This is a lovely cheesecake, you know. You! You stole me cheesecake! This is ace pirate hunter Wooden Rogers. He has recently done stirring work solving the piracy problem in Madagascar and other naughty places. By stealing their cakes, I'll wager. No, sir. With bullets, sir. 
I will take a fleet of ships and several hundred marines to the West Indies. I shall then do to these sea rats what I have done to this cheesecake. I shall destroy them utterly. Only I shall do it faster. And I'll just have to try to enjoy it as much as this delicious cheesecake. Well, well, he's kind of really pushing my buttons. Um, and uh, what about the second dramatic entrance? His Royal Majesty, King George of England. Let's roll. Turn is that the mad one? No, shh. this is George the First. The batty one is George the Third. What did he say? Something about eatable love? Well, it's quite simple. His Majesty will offer to pardon any pirate that turns himself in to the authorities. Those that do not surrender to the crown, I shall hang. Why don't you just hang them all anyway? These are skilled sailors. There's bound to be another war with France or Spain, and we shall need their skills again. But not as ruffians, as obedient privateers. The golden age of piracy is over, gentlemen. Long live the Empire! Long live, live the, the Empire! Empire. God save the One evening, in the captain's cabin, Blackbeard and his mates were deep into a super-competitive, super-cerebral late-night game of cards. Seven of diamonds. I'll see your diamonds, Captain, with the three of clubs. Very well, Quartermaster. I see your three of clubs with the, uh, the, um, the three of clubs! Snap! 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 By the powers, Mr. Hands, you've no tell at all. I declare Hands the winner and the whole purse to himself. Well played, sir. Ah, well, you know, I just play the percentages. Honestly, sir, I've never seen Snap played better. Well done, Mr. Hands. Uh, just get me wallet from me coat. Um, thank you, Captain. Game over! Oh, you shot me! You shot me in the knee! Oh, for no reason! Oh, I'm not going to be able to vault anything in... Oh, months! Oh. Ah, come on! If I didn't shoot someone for no reason every so often, then I wouldn't be me, would I? Gotta stay on brand! Oh, uh, knock, knock! Oh, hello! Uh, hello, is this, a, is this a bad time? Oh, oh cards! Can I play? Go away, Bonnet! Fine. I suppose you're not interested in my interesting news. You've never been interested in your life, Bonnet. Oh, 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 not even if I told you that the king is offering a royal pardon mm, to any pirate that surrenders himself to, to a British port. Mm. No. Or that a great fleet has just been dispatched from England with the sole purpose of hunting down any pirate who doesn't turn himself in. No. Fine. Well, I won't tell you then. All hands on deck! I were hoping I could have a bit of a sit down. What is it, Captain? Boys, I bring dire but interesting news. The King's offering a royal pardon to any pirate that surrenders himself to a British port. What? what? Furthermore, a fleet's just been dispatched from England with the sole purpose of hunting down any pirate who don't hand himself in. Oh, oh no, that, that is interesting. interesting. That is interesting. We can't give a no, Captain. Not now we have. The treasure. Treasure. Lovely, lovely treasure. Uh -huh. treasure. Uh -huh. treasure. Uh -huh. treasure. Uh -huh.
but the navy. We could all be hanged by the neck until dead or worse. Killed. Tis a storm we must weather, boys, but fear not. I have a strategy that shall ensure my continued wealth and survival. Um, your continued wealth and survival? Yeah, that's right. Ours. Our valued, infinitely expendable companion, Captain Bonnet here. Now you just wait there a minute. Did you say valuable? Indeed, Captain. Mr. Bonnet shall present himself at Charleston and receive the King's pardon. Um, question. What if it's a trap? The fleet shall sail to Beaufort Inlet. If all has gone well, Captain Bonnet, we shall accept the King's pardon and then divide our treasure before we go our separate ways. You mean this is the end? The end of our buccaneering? A storm's coming to these waters, boys. No man can tell if it shall be a passing squall or a hurricane that sweep us all down to the locker. Either way, we must batten down the hatches and hope for bluer skies. But whatever happens, know that it has been my great honour to serve with you, gentlemen. Bless you, Captain. I bless you, Captain. Bless you, Captain. Oh, my knee. Bless ye, lads. Now, to your stations. Helm, four points to starboard. We must make haste to the inlet and our just reward. Aye, sir. Thank you, Captain BB. I shall to my ship. Ah, yes, dear Mr. Bonnet. Mr. Hans, lower away the bumboat, if ye would. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, my knee. Ah, uh, question. Did you say bumboat? Don't worry, Mr. Bonnet. I shall keep your ship safe with me and reunite ye when circumstances are more felicitous. Oh. Okay. Mr. Hands will take good care of ye. You mean Mr. Hands is going to row us all the way to Charlestown? Oh, no, Steedy Boy. Mr. Hands has got a bad knee, hasn't he? You'll do the rowing. Oh. And so the fleet made haste to Beaufort Inlet. The inlet had always been a favourite hideaway for Blackbeard. It had always been a fine spot for an ambush. But what exactly happened on Blackbeard's last visit to Beaufort, no one truly knows. Except for this. Look out! <laughs> oh, we bit some dough, we be sinking! Abandoned ship! Every man for himself. On the 10th of June, 1718, the Queen Anne's Revenge, the greatest pirate ship of all, ran aground on a sandbar and sank. The pirates tried to tow off the sunbar with another of their ships. But then that ship struck a rock and sunk herself. Oh no, not again! Blackbeard's fleet was down to two small ships. One of the greatest pirates of all, humbled by accident. Or was it an accident? We don't know. What we do know is this. Blackbeard was a fine sailor. He knew the Beaufort Inlet well. He also knew that a great fleet was on the way to destroy him. And he further knew that there could be a king's pardon waiting. But would the king pardon a pirate chief with a great fleet and a massive treasure? He might not. But he probably would pardon a humbled pirate who had lost everything. His fleet. His crew. And apparently 
his treasure, which now lay at the bottom of the sea, in the wreck of the Queen Anne's Revenge. Or did it? For the next time we encounter our friend Blackbeard, is under very different circumstances. Cherry Cobbler, Captain Teach. Thank ye, Lackey. Don't mind if I do. Ah, go put my rum in it. It's mixed to the governor's stipulations, Captain Teach. Stipulate this! Oh, I've stipulated my spine! Yoo-hoo, Captain Teach! More rum, you damn reptile! Ah, ladies! I heard someone being punched, and I thought that it must be Captain Blackbeard. I beg your pardon, ma'am. My time on land is yet to plane out my rougher timbers for me time at sea. My dear Captain Teach, soon you'll have as many pardons as you did wives. My pardon, your pardon, the king's pardon. Well, one can never have too many pardons, ma'am. Or too many wives raised over. I do hope I'm not crashing a wedding. Oh, Governor, this is Captain Teach, the sailor. Oh. I still understand him as Captain Blackbeard, the pirate. One and the same, my dear sir. Now happily Laura Biden and attending balls hosted by my good friend the Governor of North Carolina, in whose service I'm now registered as a private heir with letters of mark and all. Yes, you and the Governor of North Carolina seem firm friends. Indeed we are, but you, sir, I don't believe I've had the pleasure. Nor will you, sir. I am Alexander Spotswood, Governor of Virginia. Another governor? Bless me. Virginia's not a place I've sailed much. Oh, really? I wonder if you know Otacoke Island? I never heard of it. An island on the very northern tip of North Carolina. It has recently become infested by a plague of pirates. Many of them former colleagues of yours. Perhaps I shall pay them a visit and tell them the error of their ways. Oh, I wish you would, Mr. Teach. Far better to be a legal privateer in the service of an honest fellow like Governor Eden. Ah, Mr. Eden, how unfortunate that so many ships are attacked in the waters under his governance. Though despite this, Governor Eden is a rather rich man. Rather like you, in fact, Mr. Teach. A generous inheritance from a no-departed female relative. Queen Anne, perhaps? Aye, perhaps. <clears throat> Captain, the governor's laundry is done. I'll let you attend to your laundry, Captain. Before you go, Governor. Aracoke Island lies within North Carolina's boundaries. Best leave my old friends to me. You wouldn't want to exceed your authority, would you? Oh, wouldn't I? Well, he seemed nice. Cryptic and threatening, but, but nice. <laughs> Laundry! <coughs> Sorry, Captain. You're about to be. <gasps> Please, Captain. Who is that fellow who vexed you so? Trouble, that's who he is. The Governor of Virginia asking questions about Orokuki. But that's where our super-secret pirate lair is! We are privateers, fool! Sorry, 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 sorry. That's where our super-secret privateer lair is. And where we hid all our pirate treasure! What we robbed from ships in North Carolina! Make ready to leave. But that geezer can't touch us! Not while we have letters of Mark!
That won't matter to the likes of him. He'll hang us first and deal with the legality of the business later. Oh no! Quaver not, me hearty. There are no Navy ships here about, and by the time Governor Spotswood can get one, we shall be long gone. With the treasure? Aye, with the treasure. And we shall pick the naughtiest port in this hemisphere to spend it in. Now come on, the devil takes the hindmost. Blackbeard was right. There were no Navy ships in the air. Oi, you, give us all your ships. But that didn't stop the governor. They simply commandeered, which is, of course, a nautical term for stole two ships. And filled them with Royal Marines. And militia, yeah, we're all here, mate. Ready to discredit ourselves again. Social drinking. Get aboard, you horrible lot. The skipper says them pirate numpties are sat on a fortune. Oh my god, I can pay off my tuition fees. And finally, this popular music and textiles degree will be worth it. And set sail for Oracoke Island. He burns you up and soon you'll know The devil's grip just won't let go The officer in charge of the expedition was Lieutenant Robert Maynard. He was the oldest lieutenant in the Royal Navy. Over the years, Robert Maynard had seen almost all his friends become captains, commodores, and even admirals. But he had just landed a far better promotion. A place in history. Enter. Whoa, what's popping, Leffers? Don't call me Leffers, Ensign. You're not in the militia now. Sov, Bobbo? And don't call me Bobbo either. This is a very important day for me. Is that because you're like the oldest lieutenant in the Navy and all your mates are like majorly more successful than you? What? No. Yes. Shut up! Yes, sir. Toast, sir. Ensign, when we engage the enemy, I want your militiamen to be on deck in full view. I want the pirates to see you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Listen, is it cool if we play ultimate frisbee on the deck? Under normal circumstances, it would not be cool, Ensign. In fact, I would have you broken from the ranks and punch you. But today, Ensign, you may play frisbee on the deck. Absolutely you may. Oh, like, totally cool. Thanks so much. I'm going to frisbee real hard. The Marines will be below deck when we meet the enemy. Do not bother them. Um, don't you, like, want your best troops to the fore? I mean, me and my guys are, like, pretty scary. But those Royal Marine chaps, they're, like, dangerous. One of them broke our spare frisbee because we were being annoying, is what he said. Anyway, can you even believe it? I can, yes. Now, to your frisbee, Ensign. Run along. Whoa, totes right. Thanks, bro. I mean, sir. And so Maynard's expedition reached the mouth of the Oracoke Inlet and waited. Evening, Captain. Evening. Uh, your presence is humbly requested on deck. Right ye, man. I'm getting ready for the revels. One last pirate party in Carolina before we depart. Aye, uh, that's the thing, Captain. I, well, Captain. Lucifer's beard, is that? Aye, <laughs> sir. The Navy, sir. They're blocking the inlet out to sea. We're trapped. Where were our lookouts? They were getting ready for the party and all, Captain. Oh, no, I'm too pretty to wang. 
Cease your wailing. But we're doomed, doomed, sir. We ain't doomed, you craven mollusks. Come, cockcrow, in the dawn tide, we shall fight our way out to the open sea. We're gonna make you hear a callback, baby. The dawn crept across Oracoke Inlet. With the thought of battle in the morning, no one had slept well, but some had not been to bed. Crow, cock! Crow, you blasted bird! Bring us light to shoot by and a tight to speed us on! Morning there! Morning yourself! Captain Blackbeard, I presume. I'm Lieutenant Maynard. How old are you? That's very rude. What do you want, you feeble old derelict? You want me to pick your retirement home or something? Well, I'm ordered to tell you to strike your colours and turn yourself in for trial, but seems to me you are neither willing nor capable of coming quietly. That's right. And when the tide gets up, I shall be coming at you very noisily. Oh, I'm not waiting for the tide, Teach. I'm coming in to get you now. Way anchor, lads! Good for you, old timer. All hands! Run out the guns! And so, the two Navy ships began to make their way up Oracoke Inlet to take Blackbeard's crew before they could escape. Fire! They outnumbered the pirates two to one. But in their stolen ships, the Navy had no cannon. Fire! The pirates had lots, lots of cannon. Fire! Oh, 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 no, I've got a big one flitting through my ship! Oh, no, the Fritzby! Oh, no, I've wandered in the water! Now my socks are wet! Oh, my legs have come up! Oh. And worse was to follow. What? What was that? We've run out of water, I think. Beard! The tide! The tide's too shallow! We've... We've... They've run aground by the powers! Ha 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 ha! I'm crying! I'm crying laughing! Oh, stop, stop! Stop now! There was something I was... I was gonna say! Oh, Noah's gone! Oh no, oh no, I remember that's it! Bring us close! <laughs> I will kill them all! <laughs> Stand by to repel borders! So we've got an emergency! I cannot find the frisbee! Pikes and cutlasses, lads! I might go below and ask the marines, they might have a spare frisbee! Stay where you are! Yoo-hoo! Is this a private party? Or can anyone join in? Leave off, teach you devil! Can't you see we're done for? You're free! You're free and clear, just go, just leave! Alas, dear old Mr. Maynard, it shan't go so easy for ye. Never mind, though, I'll leave one of you alive. After all, dead men tell no tales, and all must know what it is to cross Blackbeard. Nets and grappling irons, boys! Charge! The cannon boomed one last salvo. Then harsh thud of grappling irons digging into splintered wood. 
and on came the pirate. It's the damn bootnecks! Where'd they come from? No matter! Get them, lads! And so, across the decks made slippery from the cannon fire, the marines and pirates clashed, muskets banged, and cutlass hissed, and a terrible brawl broke out. As battle raged, the second navy ship drew alongside, and more marines poured onto the slippery decks. Charge! The pirates were surrounded and outnumbered. And one by one, the men that lived threw down their weapons. But one man fought on. For he was no man. He was the devil. Come on, ye curse. All together, oh, one at a time, as no matter. I shall send a lot of ye to hell. Yar! The devil's blade swept bayonets and pikes aside. Yar! Pistol after pistol from his belt spat a contrary left. Oh, my lord! Swords and shots struck him, but he seemed not to feel it. Ticklers ye are! All of ye not but lem rest of ticklers to a man! Take this! Oh! Have at thee, you navy dogs! Yeah! I'll teach you to chase the devil! You're not the devil. What? Your promotion. Your... Ouch! My, that smarts! How did I get on the deck next to my own feet? Oh dear, I don't feel very well. And so, just like that, the devil was dead. History's most famous pirate fell down on the deck, surrounded by his enemies. Lieutenant Maynard's report stated that Blackbeard took 20 sword cuts and five pistol shots before Maynard himself struck off the dread pirate's head. And even then, the legend goes, he did not die. When Maynard's marines hewed his body into the sea, the headless cadaver swam five times around the navy ship. Probably to prove it could. Blackbeard's head was tied to the bowsprit of Maynard's ship. When they got back to port, Governor Spotswood had the head stuck on a pole on the cliffs above the Virginia coast, bearing a short message. Pirates be ye warned. What happened to it after that? Well, uh, legend claims that when the head had rotted enough for it just to be a skull, someone stole it. And someone had it plated with silver. Turning it into a cup. Perhaps so his old shipmates could drink a tot of rum to his memory. And to end this day, I have scratched a few backs and called in a few favours. And... Is that... Yeah. And I suppose you want us to... It doesn't seem very hygienic. God, guys, just have a drink out of the 300-year-old severed head! Come on! Do we really want a drink to the health of a murderous pirate? Oh, come on, Bilbo, he wasn't that bad. He killed way less people than he could have done. Oh, that's okay then, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Well, if you think theft and murder is okay, Pear Bear, then I guess it's okay to kick under you! How dare you take this! Don't break up, you guys. Oh, they can't. But we've got to do a lot more exciting episodes of... The Silly History Boys Show. 
And for all that sand-kicking, skull-sipping, and the romanticisation of crime, we are, as always, SORRY! This episode, Rum for Your Lives, was written and produced by the Silly History Boys for The Silly History Boys Show. The parts of Blackbeard, Militia 3, Rogers, King George, Royal Marine were played by Stuart Pearbear. Oh my God, get yourself to a pharmacy, get yourself a throat lozenge. You've played Blackbeard for three episodes so far. Will it ever end, Perry? The parts of, and this is my favourite part, Man. But also Militia One, Pirate A, Mr. Marks, Mr. Hands, and that wonderful posh twit were played by none other than the delectable Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. Yes, ladies, he's as good looking as he sounds. The parts of Mr. Rag, Militia Two, Pirate B, and Posh Git were played by none other than the nation's favourite, Tom Tombo Fermore, otherwise uh, known as me. I know you've not heard me before, isn't it? I've got a lovely voice, haven't I? Uh, what about this one? Uh, um, the part of Militia Captain, uh, Governor Rickman, Steed Bonnet, Hostage, Pirate C, Robert Maynard were played by none other than Able Deckhand himself, Bob, Rob, Bob, I'll do that again. Rob, Bob, Bob, Bond. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, we let him out at the weekends. He's having a lovely time. The part of Wife 1 was played by Lara Larry Bradman. The part of Wife 2 were played by Beth Star Fermore. She's my favourite. I like her. The part of Wife 3 was played by Gemma Velma Bon Bon Bond. Easier to say than you think, actually. Special thanks go out to our best friends at Zap Splat for their music and their sound effects. We couldn't have done it without you. Hey, look, I missed you at Christmas at the Christmas Do. Call us, we really do miss you. Special thanks go out to our good friend Kofi Young. You might have heard that sea shanty right at the start of the show. It is mm, 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 delicious. That will go virus. Uh, virus? Kofi Young, play that again. That will go viral someday. And of course, let us never forget the wonderful, twiddly-fingered Lord Fastfingers. Yes, Rob, Lord Fastfingers, Tristram. The most hummable theme tune ever. Do-de-de-do-de-de-do-do-do. Do-de-de-do-de-de-do-do-do. And Daniel Bradley. If you want to know more about uh, Lord Fastfingers or Kofi Young or indeed any of us, why don't you contact us at sillyhistoryboysshow at gmail.com. If you prefer Facebook, if internet's not your thing, maybe Facebook, Silly History Boys page, hook us up on Facebook. If you haven't got time and you just need to throw out a quick message on Twitter, how about this? SHB underscore show. We will be there. I've been Tom Fermore. This has been The Shared. Peace out. Okay. All right, okay, sweet. Sweet, okay. Right, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just took my top off, okay.